Welcome to the Introverted Influencer Podcast. I'm your host, Erica Van Slyke. My soul's mission on this planet is to help fellow introverts grow their online influence in a state of feminine flow and ease. While battling the woes of depression, anxiety, and even mom guilt, I've somehow managed to build a six-figure blog without the use of social media and without sacrificing my mental health. If I can do it, you can fucking too. Hey y'all, welcome back to episode five of the Introverted Influencer Podcast. Thank you guys so much for joining me. I can't even believe that I have made it to episode five because every time I record these things, still on my phone, by the way, I get so nervous. Like seriously, speaking is not my thing. I'm a writer, but I'm going to walk through this fear. And like I said in episode one, done is better than perfect. So I'm going to keep pushing through with this. And actually, while I was vacationing with my sister this weekend, she gave me my first constructive criticism. And she told me in a lovingly fashion that I could speak a little faster. But you guys, I warned you, I have major brain fog. It's partial mom brain and... Maybe some of it's all the crazy stuff I did when I was a teenager, but I'm doing the best I can. And if you need to speed this up, if you're an Apple, at least, that's how I do all of my podcasts and listen to them. You can look at the episode and I believe it's to the bottom left corner of the screen. You have the option to speed it up. So speed it up, sis. And I think you've been away from the South too long (laughs) because I'm slow like molasses, baby. At any rate, I actually got to have a lot of good conversations with my sister this weekend. We had so much fun and we were discussing um, abundance consciousness this weekend. She is on her own entrepreneurial journey in the beauty industry and we were discussing abundance mindset. We both come from a very middle-class family and we've both been working on reprogramming limiting beliefs about money. I think I'm just maybe a little further ahead in the game because I've been doing this for a long, well, about five years I've been working on my money mindset. But she did bring it to my attention that me disclosing the ins and outs of my passive income model. Um, That was in episode one. I did disclose that at this point in my blog, I'm working only eight hours on the blog itself and I've hit the six figure mark. And she said, you know, that, that probably triggers a lot of people. And I, I get this. I totally understand this because I've been there before too. But I need you to know it, it, it hasn't always been this way. I've had a job since I was 13 years old. I've been in this blogging game for over six years now, and it wasn't always this easy. I was working from home 
as an SEO consultant for someone else and I had two babies to care for and I was doing this blog. So I basically lost all my friends. I had no social life and I was working a normal job during the week and then on the weekends were dedicated to the blog. So I just don't want you to get the wrong idea. But back to all of my money mindset journey. I remember the first money coach that I ever invested in when I came across her content about four years ago, she totally triggered the hell out of me initially. I just thought, who the hell does she think she is? She was like Kardashian, Beverly Hills, just dripping in abundance. And and it just triggered that triggered me to my core. But in my core, it also resonated with me. She was explaining a lot of concepts that just felt feminine and flowy and true to my soul essence. And it was all very contrary to the programming we've been ingrained with, whether it be from religion, spirituality, just middle-class values. But basically what she was preaching is that abundance is not a zero-sum game. Me achieving financial success does not mean I am leaving less to go around for everyone else. It's not a damn piece of pie, y'all. It doesn't work that way. In fact, our fiat system basically means that money does grow on trees. And I think that's one of the things that she said initially that really triggered me, but I thought it was funny too. But it's true. Our monetary system is simply a theory. It's not backed by anything. It's just an energetic exchange for a service or a product. Now, this doesn't, don't get me wrong here. I am very aware of the fact that wealth inequality is a major problem in our society. And I feel like a lot of me when starting this podcast is kind of my way of being an activist on this topic. But at the end of the day, unlike what we've been indoctrinated to believe, poverty is not a virtue. Don't believe me? Even the Bible with that verse, uh, my cup runneth over, is a really great example of the fact that poverty is not a virtue. In fact, money is a tool. That's all it is. If you're a shitty person, it can be used as a tool for evil. But if you are a good-hearted, conscious individual, it can be used for so many great causes. Money to me is freedom. So I look at it as freedom to give my children a better life, freedom to donate to organizations that I am passionate about, having the, the privilege to be more selective of the businesses I decide to purchase from, like in terms of their ethics, buying something because I'm in alignment with that company's morals 
and not simply because it's the only thing I can afford. And think about what a better place the world would be if the majority of us weren't trapped in constant survival mode, which survival mode is it's a lot of fear consciousness, which holds a low vibration. And if you think that's a little too woo-woo to digest, let's just think about Maslow's hierarchy of needs. And, you know, survival is low on, on the pyramid. And, and then you work your way up to, what is it? Like self-actualization is near the top. I think the very peak is like transcendence. But basically, if people are too busy worrying about money, their next bill, their next paycheck, how the hell are they ever going to self-actualize and be conscious enough to, to think about the way they are impacting others and how they're interacting with, with other people? All of this to say, I've kind of gone on an emotional tangent with you today because until you take a deep, long look at some of this nonsensical reasoning that it's just been ingrained in our culture, you will self-sabotage yourself every freaking time. About a year ago... I was doing an interview for an abundance podcast and I was asked what was the number one thing that helped contribute to my entrepreneurial success. And you know what I said? Number one was resolving all the fucked up stories I had around money and success. And then like, you know, the subsequent reasons were like, more practical, tactical, determination, consistency, SEO, yada, yada. But I have a feeling if you even attracted this podcast into your aura today, you're a damn good person who will do damn good things with money if given a chance. So I want you to do yourself a favor when you get the chance today, some quiet time to yourself, maybe even journal. Ask yourself, are you afraid of having money because you fear it will change you? Are you afraid it's going to make you greedy? Um, to like, I'm kind of an inner hippie. So it's like, you know, for a while, I didn't want to be the man. I didn't want to become what I, I guess, resented for so long. But as my money mentor taught me, money only amplifies who you are. And if you are a good person, that's what the world needs right now is resources and tools in the hands of people that will do good with it. So I hope this message helped you today. I hope I did some mental alchemy on you. I think so many times we are just brought up with these stories and we never even question why we think the way we think. If this helped you today, it would mean the world to me if you could share this episode with a friend or screenshot it on your phone 
upload it to Insta stories and tag me at designing vibes. Thank you guys so much. Sending you all my love.